Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome, everybody, here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. As always, no, not as always. Well, in the podcast, it was as always joined by post game. Right. That felt like a that felt like a playoff game. It did. That's what I was gonna say. We we did all these after the playoff games. That felt like right under right underneath that that hood of like another playoff type level where we come on here and just scream about the game that just happened. Yeah, it was nuts to watch. Like, like you see, let's go through the minutes here because this is usually the great signifier, right? AD plays 48 minutes, LeBron plays 42 minutes, Paul George plays 37 minutes, would have played more, but he fouled out, right? Kawhi Mm -hmm. Leonard plays 41 minutes. Um, you know, go keep going through Russell plays 36, Reese plays 38, right? Like, it's just, it's just. The, the 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 big guys, the big guns were all out and ready to go for this one. And they all showed up like that's the thing mm-hmm. that made this one special was, you know, the final here is the Lakers beat the Clippers and end that stupid streak. 130 to 125 in overtime, 130 points to 125 points. And it wasn't like it was shit defense. It was no. just insane shot making. It was incredible performances up and down, right? Like LeBron finishes 35 and 12 and seven ad finishes 25 27 and 10 you know uh d'angelo russell finished with 27 points Kawhi leonard finished with 38 paul george finished with 35 like it was just special performance after special performance and also russell westbrook played (laughs) yeah russell westbrook was some with a few fun turnovers at the end i thought you know the intensity of this game picked up in that second quarter the lakers went down like 18 points we were live on playback, like, oh man, this looks this looks a little rough. <laughs> and I thought LeBron kind of took it personally. He had a few attacks at the basket, started doing his he does that thing, Anthony, where he when he gets fouled, he kind of just flexes his shoulders, right? Yeah. And that's when you know he could tell you could tell when he's really personally invested in the game. And I thought he just continued to chip away and carried the offense. The jumper looked awesome tonight. It had nice lift on it. Um, the form looked good, and he just got going. And I thought you could tell he took this personally. And it felt like a, yeah, you got James Harden sitting over there. Yeah, Kawhi is cooking, can't miss. Yeah, Paul George is running around. But don't forget about me. Like, you got to go through me still. And that's what it felt like to me. It felt like that type of game where you guys still can't guard me and you have to go through me to win. So it was cool to watch him dominate. You you listed 80s line. He also had four blocks within that 
Mm-hmm. D'Lo, you said D'Lo scored 27 and didn't close the game. Like they took him out in overtime. That's how like yeah. uh, that's how the game was going. Austin got his groove back. I think that's a movie, right? Someone got their groove back, but like Austin, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin kind of got his groove back tonight. He got handed the late game offensive keys again, and he got the car to run um, and and created good shots and got fouls. That was a incredibly fun and and intense intense playoff style game. Yeah, like my my three kind of macro takeaways here. Well, macro mm-hmm. slash macro slash micro because Austin uses a single player, so that is like by definition micro. But still, like my 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 three like, you know, if I had it overhead, you know, in big bold letters or something like that, if I ever hired a, a video producer and 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 have somebody take care of that, I I would like the three main takeaways here. Right, first, holy shit, what a game! As we yeah. just talked about. And I think we're going to keep coming back to that over the course of this thing, because <laughs> at every, it was like every other five, 10 minute interval, it was some insane Kawhi shot, some insane Paul George shot. You had LeBron taking actual jumpers, dude. Like what was the last time you saw LeBron James pull up at the free throw line, elevate, get his feet yeah. underneath him, And, and, and that was, that was incredible to watch too. And it was just like, we're going to, like I said, we're going to keep coming back to that. But the other two takeaways, one, I think the Lakers have legitimately identified now, especially winning that game against that team. And the way that we know that that team is going to be playing once James Harden is up and running, the Lakers realized, okay, we're big. Like the Lakers <laughs> realized like, okay, we're a big team. Like we can be a yeah. big team. And, and, you know, we saw Christian Wood play really well. We saw Cam Reddish play like it. We said that this felt like a playoff game. Cam Reddish played like it was a playoff game. Like that worked out well. Uh, you, you just like, it was just, uh, but, but like for the Lakers and, 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 you know, I think going into the season, we all thought that AD would have to play just the five. And I do think he's still going to wind up doing a lot of like the, the five, you know, the things that a five does, but, um, but I do think, though, that like with what Christian Wood is doing and with what some of we given what we see when AD is out there by himself in the backside of the defense can fall apart the way that it can. Um, yeah, I do think that the Lakers are kind of landing on that identity. And then like the third takeaway here was that Austin Reeves looked incredible. Like it was it it it, it looked back to now second half. First half, not a little less than but less sure. than incredible in the first, but but I do think that like and and I think you made an important important note. And let's start with Austin because I think in terms of like what matters moving forward, getting oh, yeah. Austin going, I think is really the biggest thing here. But you mentioned it; the Lakers handed him the keys, and he made it. Reminded me of that Utah game where we first saw it. We was like, mm-hmm. wait, they're getting out of the way for Austin, and then yeah, he, the road and then, game. Yeah, and then and then he executed every play that he needed to, and we saw that again here tonight. Yeah, so um, the Clippers, right, I think had P.J. Tucker just leaning on LeBron right every play, and LeBron's like, here, Austin, you have Norm Powell on you, who's probably the worst yeah. defender out there. Um, go cook him. And Paul, and Austin was getting nice separation on ball screens with him. And they're like, we're just going to involve, whether it's Zubach, whoever is Zoo, I think was in the game because Paul George fouled out, but uh, involves Zoo in the screen, and it looked like, hashtag playoff Austin like it looked like the guy that we saw in the playoffs and him getting to a spot and I thought you know the takes on him Anthony were starting to get a little extra right like was it you know the 
what did they what did the kids say lynn sanity run is over or whatever you know yeah. however you know however they yeah. the, the phrase that they say um this is a guy that can get to a spot and once the lift got there um he was really able to kind of create shots he had a few skip passes he had some and ones where he got norm powell on his back um and this is why to me like i know in the sacramento game they benched him because he wasn't shooting well my thing is though, like we just went through this whole war, and you just went through the trenches with a guy. Like I'd still like, even if his shot is not going, it's a guy that I want down the stretch, right? Of games, like we just saw it, and we have a team that we've kind of preached continuity all summer, and I feel yeah. like this is what you get, right? You have a guy who understands his role, even down the stretch of games. He's done this in playoff game after playoff game to now, where he gets handed the keys against the Clippers in a regular season one. He's like, oh, this is something I've done before. I have this in me. Like there's no. There's nothing to be nervous about or like I know where my shots come from. And he put the game away in overtime. He went he he had the offense, he had the keys, and he scored. And it's nice to see him get in rhythm. And that's the most important thing for this team. Baked into this roster is is Austin Reeves being able to score, score efficiently, and take shots. And uh he needs to be able to do that. And he did that in the second half. He had he had that play where he made Norm fall. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh when it happened, you know, you kind of felt it. That feels big, right? Mm. Because not only did he make the play, but so like, you know, like you mentioned earlier tonight, and for those of you who want to watch games with us, um, I do them once a week. Raj, you're on there far more often uh, than I am, but Raj is here with All Access Lakers, and that's the channel that we were watching this game on. The thing is, and Raj gave me a hard time before you know before we went live. He was like, "This isn't the room that you watch that we do the the playbacks in." And I was like, "Yeah, we are two and zero. The Lakers are two and zero. When I watch <laughs> yeah, from my it. living room, yeah. Um, and the reason is like the reason I watch from my living room is because I have my nice TV there, um, and I get to watch with Jen, and, and and she gets her reactions too and stuff, and 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 she can feel like more of a part of this, but." The problem there, though, is that like you can there, it's impossible to line up the TV and and the and the uh, all access uh, streams at the sure. same time. And so I heard you guys reacting to the move that he had just made while I was watching, and I was like half a tick behind. And then I looked down, and and after I I saw you guys react to the shot or to the move, I was like, just let the shot go in please let the shot go in because like if you make that move and you miss the shot, it is a gut punch, right? Yeah. It's just like, ah, that was for nothing, but he made it. And when he made that shot, I thought to myself, Ooh, this feels yeah. big. This feels big. <laughs> and then, and then right after that, he made another couple plays and, and played at those, that stretch in the third quarter was huge um for the lakers there and 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 then eventually the lakers like kind of and and i thought like one of the things that i noticed over the course of the game in the first half was um because russ was really going right through austin's chest on mm -hmm. uh when russ had the ball and i saw lebron start to get kind of frustrated with austin you know picked up a foul gave up a bucket here and there also wasn't scoring at the other end and i kind of started to watch like lebron's body you know uh, yeah, body language as it pertained to Austin start to wane a little bit. And then, but like once he made that move on norm and once he made the subsequent plays and then down the stretch of that game, everybody got out of the way. D'Angelo Russell literally subbed out so that uh, Reeves could handle and Russell played well, by the way, like 
27 <laughs> points on efficient shooting. He's like, awesome. Played, played well enough that like we were all like, are you sure? But they got out of the way. Austin made the plays necessary. And, and, and this is, yeah, like this is, and now look, it still wouldn't surprise me because I still do think his legs feel a little heavy. He's still leaving some shots short and stuff like that. But this is one of those important games, especially for a youngish player, right? And at this stage of his career that like you, you really build on and you, and you get back to, okay, yeah, this is, I'm supposed to be doing this, that, that burden of the contract somewhat off of him. It's it's, it was just, it was, it felt huge for him to have this game. It really did. And to that play where he crossed Norm, they like panned to LeBron, I think, after he made it. And LeBron's like, ooh, like I, I yeah. like that. Like that, you know, like I could see yeah. that. And to, and to your <laughs> point, he came, he came down the next play and um hit a shot. And I think it also comes together. You brought up Russ just going right off at Austin. And that was kind of their game plan. They were like switching him and trying to force him to the paint. And the sub we made, Anthony, was I think D'Lo for Christian Wood. Where like Christian Wood comes in the game and now like you're just massive at the rim, right? Yeah. You have... Uh, Wood, LeBron, Aiden, AD all together, and you're able to compensate for the size. And I think that's a place where you said, you know, one of your big takeaways is the Lakers are big, and I think they need to be. And obviously, they we're missing our wings tonight. The Clippers were too, but the Clippers aren't getting wings back, so they're getting they're getting James yeah. Harden back. But the Lakers should be getting wings back. So um, Torian and Rui, um, we're all out obviously Vando. tonight, and Vando. Yes, Vando is going to be out a little longer, but they were missing all their wings tonight. So then they just went huge. And, like, last year, remember, we had Russ at center in the Dallas game. I think, like, the total opposite end spectrum to, of that was tonight we had AD at small forward. So it was, like, AD <laughs> next to, like, so Darwin only knows, like, the extremes of each another. But it was cool to see that lineup out there, though, right? Yeah. I think I told you live. I was, like, be careful what you ask for. And you got, like, Jackson Hayes, Christian Wood, and AD all out there. And I remember, I think, I forgot who it was. I think Kawhi shot it. And Jackson Hayes almost like volleyball tapped it away kind of <laughs> like there's just three dies at the rim but uh yeah it was cool to see you know us going to our size and against the clippers i think you kind of have to and we were able to switch everything against Kawhi. and again Kawhi and paul george just hit shots to me that there's nothing you can really yeah that you can't you can't really do anything with uh our guy max christie obviously got in i thought he did, did a nice job but yeah austin getting going that's the number one thing this team was missing like even the defense the off like the offensive struggles the uh, Gabe Vincent not hitting a three until game four. Like all that stuff matters. But to me, the number one thing is Austin finding his um, swag back, right? Like I think Austin plays a game where like you can tell when the confidence yeah. is kind of oozing out of him. Yep. And I was kind of missing in that first half. Definitely that that was missing in the second half. That play you pointed out where he crossed Norm, it kind of just got right back into him. And he was like, oh, okay, let me calm down. I have this in me. I got my crossover. I'm able to get to my spots. Zubac can't bother me. Norm has nothing once I get him on my, on my back. And he started to cook and, and close the game for us. Yeah, he had that and one also late. Oh, right. And he lied there on the floor. And he, like, kind of took in the moment. And, again, like, these mm. are the things that, like, and we always think of athletes as, like, superhuman. They look like fucking Avengers. So it made sen it makes sense that we would kind of look at them as, like, superhuman. But – but they are people, you know, and, sure. and, and they feel doubt just the same way as we do. And they have to overcome that, that kind of adversity. It's just the same way as we do. And, and I thought in this game, this was a really important kind of moment for him to like re-recognize I am him, you know, like it was, it was like, he, he kind of remembered like, Oh, that's right. I'm him. That's right. <laughs> you know? And, and, and that, and, you know, hopefully he'll carry it forward here moving forward and, and, and we'll see what that looks like. I, 
I cannot stress enough how fun it is to watch. And like part of this might just me be me being old, right? <laughs> um, like I remember uh, when when my youngest no no middle middle brother, um, him and his like him and his team would have we would have like pre-game dinners like you know team dinners there at the house we would host them every so often and they would come they would play 2k or whatever and we would eat some pasta the, the night before and everybody would just kind of like hang out and um and i remember i would play with that lakers team the the dwight mare year where it was it was dwight and it was odom or no uh, i guess it was the year prior when they still had bynum but I, I remember thinking, like, man, can you just like, can we just see what it looks like to be that big, right? Bynum, right. Odom, and uh, and Powell all in that front court all together. See what that looks like. And then I played two K with it, and I just got attacked in space a ton because like yeah. the game lends itself to that. And I just found myself getting so fresh. I was like, this isn't how basketball should look. It was, it was like this ideological battle that I was losing because like my team, the, the, my Lakers were like way too slow to keep up with the Oklahoma city thunder that like Andrew's teammates were playing with. And, and it was just like so annoying. And then all we've seen ever since then is, is a continuation of that trend of like going smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller and shooting has become this big thing. And, you know, lat, the, the year that the Lakers won their, their championship in 2020, right. They were bigger, stronger, faster. Last year, when they went on their run in the postseason, they were bigger, stronger, faster, and they wore down the way too small Warriors, right? And in this mm -hmm. one, it was it was another return to that. It was another reminder that, like, actually, yeah, size freaking matters in this sport. It helps when you when when everybody is playing on the same height basket to have a bunch of dudes who are like a foot closer to it <laughs> if they can <laughs> if they can if they can fit and and operate together on the court. And I thought like whether it was like everybody looks at like the AD Christian Wood stuff and Christian Wood finishes the game of plus 14 on the night, yeah. which I believe led. Yeah. Le oh, Paul George was a plus 20 plus 22 for Paul George in the, in the game. His team lost. That is wild. But, but uh, for the Lakers, Christian Wood led the way with a plus 14 and yeah. And then, you know, we've talked about it, various other shows and everybody, you know, all the smart people on Twitter have mentioned how like teams are basically pulling AD out and then attacking the backside of the Lakers defense would helps with some of that stuff. But whether even beyond that though, getting reddish out there, Max Christie is like another inch or two taller, inch or three taller than uh, Gabe Vincent. Yeah. Right. Um, the Lakers were just always collectively way bigger. And when the, the, when the Clippers had to bring Zubats back after Paul George fouled out, the Lakers brought Christian Wood back out there because the focus was on being bigger. The focus was on being more physical. And, you know, JD is saying, makes this comment here. I feel like the better the, the team rebounds, the better they do. And I think that is going to be a big factor here for the Lakers, limiting other teams' possessions, getting a few extra possessions for yourself, and just being bigger. Like that, that I think yeah. is kind of the identity that isn't just about this specific team, but it has to be about like, the LeBron AD era, like what it, what I think is going to define this era. When I look back on it, it's going to be those dudes were fucking physical. Like playing against those mm -hmm. guys looks like it sucks. And <laughs> and and like tonight, the Clippers were on the second night of a back to back. You kept bringing that up over the course of the of, of playback, 
And 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 I think the Lakers really wore them down with that size, just leaning on them for 48. No, for for what's 48 plus five, 53 minutes. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, they they really did. And it's not just size to me, Anthony. It's also size with mobility, right? Like the size has yeah. to be able to move. If I told you before the season that Christian Wood would have a defensive stop on Kevin Durant <laughs> to beat Phoenix at home. I almost spit and- out my wine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but almost came out my nose. He would, have a, he would have a defensive stop in almost isolation against Kevin Durant to, mm-hmm. to win a game at home against the Suns. And then a couple nights later would have a defensive stop on Kawhi Leonard um, in a switch to uh, win a game at home against the Clippers. I would have told you you were crazy. Like, I, I, I thought Christian Wood would come in at least try to, you know, be this defensive, to, to put effort in on the defensive end. But to me, him and Cam as well is part of this. They've completely surpassed my expectations. And this game to me was one, and it was iced, by the way, by that movement by Christian Wood. His ability to move his feet to me and slide his yeah. feet on defense is a lot better than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Jackson Hayes, we know, is mobile. Anthony Davis is a destroyer of worlds defensively. But Christian Wood, to me, pairing that with his offensive skills, and it's not just the shooting, which I think you mentioned on playback goals. His his three point shooting goes away left sometimes. Like it's just man, it just hits some air and, and gets. <laughs> he's, he's had the two ugliest misses so far this year. Like, he, and they're had, open ones too. He's had he's had two of those shots where like he releases it and everybody in the arena goes oh, like <laughs> you know you can hear it in the back in the back of the thing. Um, actually, it, this this brings up a um an interesting aspect of, of this game, right? You and I, during halftime, we're talking about, um, and again, that's on all access Lakers. Make sure you guys make an account and subscribe over there to the channel that they're doing over there. It's a lot of fun. And they're two and O on games that I've, I've done so far this year. So we'll, we'll see if we can keep that streak going. But during halftime today, um, you and I were talking about Russell Westbrook and how frustrating it is to see him, doing the little things and being a more productive winning player for the, for the Clippers and, and how like night and day it is to watch him there and how frustrating that is for Lakers fans who just wanted him to do those things for the Lakers. Had he done more of those things, maybe we're having a different conversation. I don't think so because he still would have been making a third of the Lakers cap and wasn't like, hadn't been that kind of a player for a couple of years prior, but regardless, um, I feel like Dallas fans are having that same experience watching the uh, watching the watching Christian Wood do what he's doing here for the Lakers, yeah. right? Where That's he fair. is a very physically talented big, and he can do all these things, and he, and it was always very apparent that like he could, he just didn't, right? And to that point, and, and to you know, over the course of his career, he wasn't being rewarded for doing the little things. He was being rewarded for being a 20 and 10 big, you know? And, and, and now though, like as, as his stature within the league keeps shrinking by way of just focusing on the 20 and 10 aspect of it, 
now the culture of the Lakers demands no. And the culture of the league basically demands no. You have to focus on the little things here. And it was really interesting to watch that juxtaposition over the course of the game where, like, yeah, Lakers fans are like, man, Russ, you couldn't have gotten one fucking rotation for this way for the Lakers. And now we're watching Christian Wood do that in the, in the very same way. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Yeah, Russ had, like, eight plays tonight, Anthony, where I was like, man, I don't think I saw that eight times, you know, like, during his tenure. And it's it's a really tough thing to explain to others, like, well, this is the Russell Westbrook he threw away. It was like, not really. Like, this wasn't the effort we weren't getting, the defensive intensity. He, I think he, like, had three-on-one breaks that he broke up five times tonight in transition defense mm-hmm. on us. And some of those were terrible plays by our offensive guys as well. But, like, just his effort and tenacity. And he had a good game. He had a terrible, I think, like, closing in, in a couple of possessions. But, no. like, but <laughs> Russ? No way. Um <laughs> uh, those threes he hit, though, those are backbreakers for sure. The yeah. little corner threes that he's hitting. But, it, yeah, you're right about Christian Wood. I'm sure Dallas fans and uh, whoever, wherever he was, Milwaukee Rockets fans, fans and, and, and Rockets fans and Piston fans. And, you know, you can probably go down the line with Christian Wood within that. Um, and he's probably overqualified, Anthony, for this role, right? Like where it's just we don't need you to be this scorer. And there's a hierarchy here that he probably didn't feel in other places. And the relationship with the coach, I'm sure, matters. And you can use this in the Russell Westbrook situation. I'm sure Russ, once he came off the bench, he pretty much lost all motivation to to try those things here. And I'm sure Christian Wood saw Jason Kidd tell him injuries. Like, remember, like when when he was asked to come off of the bench, he was like, "Oh, my my hammy hurts. I I'm not used to coming off of the bench. It's a real sacrifice, and I'm putting my body at real in real danger by by doing this thing." It's like, oh, right? He said he I, he never came off the bench, so it messed up his routine, yeah. right? Or or, 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 in, or in some manner. Um, but I'm sure Christian Wood, right? I'm sure when he's like Jason could, why am I not playing? Like Javale McGee is playing over me, and we're losing those minutes by a lot. Like, why am I not part of this? Yeah. Um, but I'm but like you come here but and not I'm sure changing. Darby- like, like the thing there though is like Christian Wood is getting frustrated by not playing over JaVale McGee and the fact that Dallas was losing those minutes, especially in comparison to Christian Wood. Right. But not really changing the behavior here mm-hmm. though. He's changed his behavior. Right. Right. And, 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 you know, I always talk a, a lot about, you know, looking to incentives to figure out what the behavior might look like. And, in Russell Westbrook's case, in uh, Christian Wood's case, both of these guys are looking at their NBA mortality in in one way or another. And sure. if they if they don't focus on those little things that they need to start focusing on more, that's it. And the incentive is there. And I think in this case, the Lakers, just like they did, by the way, with Dwight in the championship year, they looked at the they 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 basically had that conversation with him conversation with him and, and basically said like hey man you can either buy in here or you're done you know and he bought in he played a huge role on a championship team and and they've moved forward as, as such and i think here with wood like it's 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 the same kind of thing where they basically said look you can keep doing what you're doing it clearly isn't working you were expecting probably something closer to 13, 14 million bucks in, in free agency. Yeah. You're a minimum guy. And it's because of the way that, you know, your approach to basketball. I don't think they actually said that to him. Otherwise he wouldn't have signed. But like, I, I you know, if, if, if those closest to him, I would hope had a conversation with him. Like, Hey, like the 20 and 10 thing, it got us paid once, but everybody has kind of figured out like, that's about it. And, and here, 
by way of doing these winning things. And I think as the NBA continues to edge closer and closer, like further and further and further into no, actually what you get paid, what gets you paid is to be a winning player. Like I remember when I first started doing this, man, back in my day, but I remember when I first started doing this, um, when I would talk about like what got guys paid, it was always statistically based. It was, it had nothing to do with winning, almost nothing to do with winning. And it would always drive me insane. It's like, yeah, the point isn't to compile points. The point is to throw together a team that is capable of winning at its highest level. Right. Yeah. And, and, and in this case, yeah, Christian Wood has compiled points. He's compiled all kinds of impressive stats, but can he do that playing a role on a winning team that helps that team win? And what we've seen yeah. so far this year is yes. Yeah, he yeah. can. And his reputation, right, around the league, Anthony, was this is a guy that doesn't play defense. That's one of the worst, you know, like bigs in terms of one in the pick and roll and how he defends. We're making offensive defense subs. We're subbing in Christian Wood for defense. <laughs> yeah, that's an insane thing that I don't think anyone expected, and I think that's part of the just specialization of role. And you know, you talked about how like the LeBron AD era will be kind of uh, shown by being this bigger, stronger team, right? That's extremely physical. And I think we've throughout this tried to find that center that can shoot, right? That's like what we've been looking for. Like mm-hmm. we tried with we tried it with Marcus Saul, and that that didn't work. And now Christian Woods kind of like the next iteration of that. And what makes him nice is he's also like 20, I think he's 27. So he's not like in his mid thirties. Um, and a guy that I think teams have to at least respect his threes are starting to go now. So the fluidity of his offense is starting to come back. I feel like he's in better shape as well. Um, he's a guy that just knows like, okay, I know like when they're closing out here, I can attack. He has all these little flip shots around the rim. And the biggest thing to me, Anthony, he's an awesome defensive rebounder. Like he's an mm-hmm. amazing defensive rebounder. That's something this team desperate, desperately needed. And this game to me was locked up by Christian Wood. Uh, AD came over to help. I believe Russell Westbrook passed to Zoo, who like pump baked, uh, and AD went up for it. And um, like he went out, he went over to Russ, and Christian Wood from behind blocked Zubach or something to kind of ice the game. And that's stuff that like we just didn't have that. I think LeBron is supposed to do, but isn't going to do in the regular season. You know what I mean? Like those are power forward responsibilities that LeBron is now at four that we've been playing him. And those power forward responsibilities need to come from somewhere. If it's not going to come from LeBron then Christian Wood, Jackson Hayes, Rui, obviously who was out tonight, another physical big guy. Um, And it's exciting. I think, you know, Darwin finally went to this huge lineup and he kind of had no choice. Gabe Vincent was out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Torian was a late scratch, so couldn't play Torian at the power forward um, and played these like wings. Cam and Max, uh, Anthony, are these wings that just like these defensive flying around wings. That's just so nice and such a stark contrast to when you're playing like D'Lo, Gabe and Austin together, you know, like you're so tiny and no matter where you switch from, you, you have like a physical limitation. And then you just like see Max and Cam flying around. I think Cam like had three deflections where he's so athletic that he can deflect it and still beat his guy to the spot and steal it. And it was nice to just see that kind of um, inflection point tonight where we'll see if Darwin continues to go big when, when we get our, all our guys back. But yeah, it's a nice identity that this team can kind of build on. Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned uh, Max and Cam, right? Cam gets a start, and uh, obviously Twitter didn't respond very well to seeing that Cam got the start. Um, but I did think that, like, 
Like the one thing, the one thing I will say about Cam to this point in the season um, is that like he is competing defensively, right? Sure. Like, and and especially you know in, in spots where you know he had to guard Kevin Durant for some stretches earlier this year. Uh, in this one, he's going up against two absolutely elite wings and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, picked up that unfortunate foul, which I thought like is a foul, but like you never see it called there to force overtime, but whatever. I'm not yeah. bitter at all. Um, and, and then like I, it, and then, you know, Max gets his first kind of real minutes of, of the season here. He plays 22, didn't shoot the ball very well, had some opportunities where like, if he knocks down a few of those shots, I think <laughs> Twitter's real loud <laughs> about like, this guy should never sit ever again. Yeah. Um, and I think that eventually will come as well. But but for both of those guys, though, whether it was, you know, making rotations, competing on the ball, but then also like you pointed it out on on all access was, you know, watch Cam work when the shot goes up. Right. And and watch him work to get position and, and look at the way that he rebounds. And one of the things that was driving me absolutely up the wall with the starting unit as we have seen it to this point, right. With D'Lo, Austin and Torian out there is cause like, like you mentioned LeBron little lazy at this point, shot goes up and he's kind of like wanders over there, get tries to get a read on the ball and then just kind of <laughs> like hopes to find it, like hopes the ball finds him kind of, especially early in the game. AD right. is always going to put in his work, but teams are pulling him away from the basket. So that's made that kind of difficult. So you're left with Torian Prince, who's not very physical, D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. Neither of them are very physical. And I think that that team is getting killed on offensive rebounds. And, and you know, you compare that to Cam, you know, being a bigger, more physical body. He doesn't necessarily block out in the, you know, traditional sense or whatever, but he's also typically guarding the shooter because they're putting him yeah. on the other team's best perimeter player. And then, you know, Max is, is I think the better example of shot goes up. I am putting my forearm into your chest. I'm putting my hip into your hip and I'm making you super uncomfortable. And, and, you know, you aren't seeing the free lanes to the basket for those offensive rebounds when those two guys are out there together. And, you know, I, I'm not saying that those guys need more minutes than whoever is ahead of them in the rotation, but I do think that is the kind of thing that like in, in film study, because, because I think this is a team that has uh, the kind of culture where you could call guys out on stuff, especially Jalo sure. and, and Austin. But I would imagine, I would hope Darwin, isolates those clips of those guys either boxing out or, or putting a body on guys and and making it that much harder for for free runs right to the basket right to the front of the basket for offensive rebounds um in film study they're like hey you over there you over there making 13 million bucks a year how cam what are you making this year you know hey hey you over there you, you making uh you're you're 16 over there dilo hey max what, what's what's your paycheck look like night to night, you know? And, and, <laughs> and I think like, that's the kind of thing that, that, uh, you know, I think the team, I'm not expecting those guys to be that kind of physical, but I think they are capable of being more physical to this point than they've been. 
Yeah, and I think that's where this team just desperately like misses Vando. Another in the Sacramento yes. game that kind of really shined out. Our starters to me, Anthony, have this just like again we're playing a, a very offensive lenient lineup, right? So when you do that, you have you have a bunch of guys. You mentioned Torian Prince, not physical. He's just also not a good defensive rebounder. This is not what yeah. he does. Um, he's a guy that's going to hunt three pointers, and that gives you gravity in other ways. D'Lo and Austin, I think Austin fights. I think you know D'Lo has upped his um, defensive effort this season at the least. You know that, that's a minimum bar to pass, but he's at least I think tried on the defensive end. But no, neither of those guys are guys who really can. Um, have a big effect on the boards. And you mentioned Anthony Davis outside the paint, LeBron James wanting to kind of uh, load manage through games. You combine all that, and that just gives up a ton of offensive rebounds. And I think that's where Cam and Max, to me, one of his best NBA skills so far is he's a good rebounder. He's mm -hmm. a power rebounding guard. He's physical on the boards. He can, like, win these 50-50 battles. And I thought tonight the reason he played so much is because his rebounding. He really helped on the glass. He actually does goes and box out. He's a very a technical rebounder. Cam is long, has length, and he can jump in the air. And he's also physical as well to me on the, on the rebounds and on the boards. And that's to me what our starters has been have been lacking is this juice and enthusiasm and just this like yeah. very much malaise, right? And you saw it again tonight. I thought just with the starters, I, there was like a, a Kawhi was just kicking our ass, and we had this just chill look. I thought like until we subbed in, I think Christian Wood or something like it just felt like we were too relaxed and, and the Clippers kind of really took it to us. But that's where to me Vando fits and Cam, I think, Anthony, I want to ask you this. I feel like Darwin saw Cam as like the Vando replacement to start mm -hmm. the season. And that's what it feels like it's been. And I didn't see it early on, but I kind of see where he's going with that to where like he's kind of your designated defensive guy right where like whoever the other guy's best offensive guy is we're going to designate that guy to cam reddish and it's been working like he's done, i thought he did a solid job on kd solid job on paul george um who got cooking late in that overtime but uh late in the fourth but other than that i thought he stayed with him made him take tough shots thought his defensive rotations were on point and again the rebounds helped a lot so hopefully those wings continue to play max going from no minutes to like 25 i think he played tonight um mm -hmm. 22 and i thought he 22 yeah and i thought you know only five points on the night one for seven but i thought his impact defensively was big time and it really like compare that to like if it was gabe delo out there in the second unit like maybe the clippers are able to kind of uh attack you a little bit more on their mismatches so hopefully you know we stay a little bit bigger i think the size is important and it does feel like something that we're going to continue um as we play the more games play more games here yeah i think um on top of Darwin trying uh, Reddish in this kind of, <laughs> I don't want to call him like, if I call him any kind of a stopper, I feel like I'm calling Ruben Patterson the, the Kobe stopper. So like, I don't want to jinx <laughs> yeah. it, but, but what the Lakers are really doing, and this is another thing that you can do when you're really big and the way that the Lakers are trying to be really big or were forced to be really big by these injuries mm -hmm. is, they're yeah they have christian wood defending kevin durant but then you also have a whole bunch of pre-rotation all over the court where guys are shading and forcing you know that that whatever elite wing it is to you know the toughest shot that they can force that that player into and even like tonight um you know it's tough you know the the the, the three free throws that cam gave up there's just nothing that anybody could have done really about that because they, he yeah. was so distanced away from everybody else on the court. And again, I think it was a tough call. And I think, 
you know, Reddish is, is going to get hit with that because he's not considered a good defender league wide. So if Paul George misses that, like you just have a whole bunch of stuff that kind of goes into that call. Um, but I, I, I thought that, you know, over the course of this season so far, and especially in those minutes where it's LeBron and Wood and uh, AD out there, yeah, you're seeing like there are you, you kind of like you look at it and it's like, man, we're really putting wood on an island against Kevin. Like, are you sure? Like, are you? Are you... And they're 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 doing it on purpose and and holy shit, it's working. And and like the the reason the reason it's working in part is because KD is looking at that and and LeBron is standing there at the elbow and AD is is doing everything he can to like stand on that side of the court while avoiding that that defensive three second uh, call. And, and there's just so much work going off of the ball to make those guys better to the better defenders. But no matter what amount is done off of the ball to make those guys better defenders, those guys still have to compete. And what yeah. we've seen, and, and now look like we are still very much in the honeymoon phase here. This is game five that the Lakers just played just now. And, you know, eventually I think you will see some reverting back to the bad habits that, make those guys the minimum contract players that they are, but at least you're seeing this and you know that they're capable of it so that when that reverting takes place, the coaching staff can pull them aside and be like, we saw you guys not do this. Yeah. You know, we saw the good habits. We need to get back to the good habits. Yeah, you said the honeymoon phase. Do honeymoons last this long? I mean, this has been like two, three, two, three weeks. Well, it's, like, um, it's, but, it's five games, you know, okay, five games yeah. that matter, you know. Uh, uh okay. well, because like, all right, if we're gonna look at this, if we're gonna analyze it by phases of dating, the preseason, <laughs> right. I would say, is like the courting period, right? Like the okay, the, the, right. the preseason is when you're like convincing her or them to like see you a little bit longer, right? And and mm-hmm and go out with you another date and, and whatever ha- takes place after that date. Um, now though, is when they're in the actual relationship. And <laughs> now is when like, you are like trying to put your best foot forward to prove that like, actually, yes, I can do the dishes every so often. What's going to be interesting in like a month or so was, is, Hey, those dishes are kind of piling back up a little bit. Can we get back to like when you used to do those? And no, this isn't the conversation that I just had with my wife 20 years into our relationship. That has never ever taken place, right, babe? I've now I've always done the dishes. But but like the the um but what we're seeing here though is that like the important step of showing that they can do this at all, right? Um, Aaron always talks about like the, the, the basically popular refrain when it comes to defense or the guys who don't play it, right. There are guys who can't, right. Like physically speaking, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, like they are not going to be good defensive players, right? No, there are the guys who won't. Right. And to this, to various points in their careers, um, and to this point, for the most part, Cam Reddish, Christian Wood won't haven't shown interest in defending that way. And then like the third one is not knowing how, right? Not having that mental wherewithal to, to execute a defensive game plan. And, and that's where I do have to give these guys credit because they have 
followed that game plan for the most part and made themselves better defenders as a result of it. It also helps that there's that best defensive player, pterodactyl Anthony Davis standing behind him, <laughs> who makes everybody better defenders. Yeah. But like certainly here, what we're finding out is at like two of those boxes are checked off right now. Yeah, and, and Christian Wood, Anthony, has kind of been our Alex Caruso of this season. Do you remember in that season where Caruso was kind of this plus minus king, right? Like no matter what happened that year, like we would be down eight and somehow Caruso is a plus 15. We're like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Like, why is this guy not playing any playing more? Um, coming into this game, I think the LeBron, Wood, and AD, you know, lineups have been just absolute killer, plus like 80 net rating or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And Wood, yeah. And, and Wood again tonight is a plus 14, as you mentioned. Um, I believe that led the team for like the fifth yep. straight game where he's been the plus minus king. And I think the reasoning for that is not just his, obviously he's played well defensively, but I think that combination with AD where those defensive re responsibilities, he comes and fills. And I think you put that next to AD and you have a really good defense. Anthony Davis, I think, is a guy that you can build an extremely good defense around if you have the right pieces. And, and Wood, to me, fills kind of the needs you need around that. I think, you know, everyone's kind of been fearful of putting LeBron at the three. I love tonight that right away he was on Kawhi. You know what I mean? And Kawhi did not see so, him. So did, the, so did Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi did not Kawhi see him for the first it. quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those, though, like, to me, like, my opinion, the best defender on Paul George is Paul George. Like, something in the playoffs happen every year where Paul George just is his own worst enemy. Like, I'm not sure what you can do with him. Kawhi is part of that as well, where I just, I'm not sure what you do with Kawhi in a lot of instances. You just want to put size on him and hopefully he misses. And LeBron's intensity to the start just wasn't it. The Clippers obviously mm -hmm. come out like they do every year and just want to kick our ass. And we come out with this lack of days ago. Oh my God, the Clippers are killing us. What do we do? And then we're like down 20. Um, but like I thought tonight, just I like LeBron on these like stronger guys and there's places for him to rest defensively. But I just think compensating for our small guards is something that we're finding out. And the best thing to me, Anthony, we played a bunch of really good teams already, right? I think the worst team, the only bad team we played so far is Orlando, which means and we're I think what, they're gonna be a playoff team. Right. And they're solid too. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not Houston. Yeah, they, haven't played, they haven't played like the Blazers. They haven't played the Bulls or right. you know, any of these other teams that are gonna be at the bottom of the standings. Right. So I think it gives you a lot of answers that are legit, right? If you play Portland and you blow yeah. them out, you don't really learn a lot or San Antonio or Charlotte. Um, you play those teams. It's tough to really gauge where you're at. But I think a bunch of games against even Phoenix, obviously they were shorthanded, but still Kevin Durant is on the other side. Um, Clippers, Kings, all teams that, you know, you can kind of project to be good teams in the Western Conference. I think you kind of can learn some things. And I think the point that you made is right, that this is a team that needs to play with size, and they have size that's mobile. You throw Rui Hachimura, I think, is fits this identity as well, right? Hopefully he can come in and find his groove like Austin did. Um, but uh, And I thought he got benched in the Kings game, strangely. But, like, I think he's another guy that has size with mobility that can kind of fit your identity of just bigs, uh, physical with mobility in terms of their bigs. And hopefully that continues. And uh, it's been exciting to, to see us play that way. All right, I'm going to take us out here with a clip that the Lakers just tweeted out. And, mm. you know, I, I said earlier how important it is for the Lakers that Austin Reeves gets going. And nobody, um, now this doesn't have any audio, so you and I are going to have to kind of like, you know, kind of okay. talk, you know, audio listeners through this or whatever. But, but let's just look at how amped LeBron and AD are, are for uh, – 
you know, Austin Reeves as he as he finishes up, uh, it appears in an interview with Mike Trudell. Okay, look at him. You're oh, shoving wow. him. You see LeBron in his face, in his ear. Just wow. <laughs> just making sure he knows how important you know it is for him to get going and that and to play with confidence okay. and all that stuff and. And, you know, Austin himself, like he has said on 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 multiple occasions, right, how how uh, vital LeBron's belief in him has been in his own confidence. Right. Yeah. The fact that like he's standing there and um, it, it immediate uh, day this year, and he's taking a picture surrounded like it's LeBron on one side, it's Anthony Davis on one side, and then it's my player. <laughs> Austin Reeves <laughs> in the middle. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like <laughs> my player, when you haven't done any customization because you just don't want to use any of the tokens on 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 that stuff yet. Like um it is it it, it you know again like I, I'm I'm just gonna show it again like here at the very top for those of you who are watching live and again please subscribe if you can but like look at him look at AD shoving him in the back LeBron is 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 yelling in his ear you know you're yeah. like that you're like that you know Mm-hmm. You're that dude. And, and, and I think, uh, to this point for a variety of reasons, physical and or potentially mental Austin hasn't looked like himself. And tonight though, he did. And, you know, that is a huge development for this team that is really relying him, not just this year, but, but moving forward. It's the biggest development, you know, all the Cam Reddish stuff is fun. The Christian Wood, you know, being good is, is a nice, thing to hit on ad and lebron i think you know what you're gonna get out of them austin being good is baked into the identity of this team it's why they went out and paid him it's you know why he's been giving the keys at the end of games and i think that's the biggest show to me of trust is lebron giving you the keys at the end of a game there's no bigger yeah. show the In only guy game can- dude it felt like a playoff game and lebron's like you ready I mean, I mean, he's done it in real playoff games. Like, well, no, no, but like, like, but even given yeah. the struggles that that Austin has sure. had so far this year, that like, and, yeah. and even the frustration that LeBron had with Austin in this game, right? Yeah. Earlier in this game, Russ is going right through Austin's chest, and LeBron is like, he picked up a foul. Um, I don't know if if Russ made the and one, but I know he got Russ picked up a foul off of Austin going to the basket yeah. on the left side. And, and LeBron's kind of like looking at him like, come on, man, like, what, what are we doing here? You know? And, and that was on one of the occasions that Austin didn't just get straight up burned because he was yeah. straight up burned on, on a few occasions. And so to go from that end of the spectrum where you're dealing with that amount of, for lack of a better term, I don't want to call it doubt, but like, it, it, it's not doubt because LeBron is telling him, I know you have this in you. Let's fucking go, you know? Yeah. And then to, to go through that, to play the way that he played, have the big possessions that he had, and then come out on the other side of this game with LeBron in his ear again, telling him like, see, I told you, dude, I told you, you're that guy. You're this guy that we already believed in in bigger spots before. We just need more of this from you. It's it's just yeah. it's it's really cool. Exactly. And again, the, the continuity thing that you know everyone has kind of spewed throughout the summer. And the biggest part of that is the continuity that Austin, LeBron, and AD have with them together, right? And the closing this game, what was it, Anthony? It was Austin AD pick and roll. And that's and that was the offense. They're switching yeah. all the LeBron ones. Austin, go ahead. And this is that's a thing that LeBron doesn't just hand out 
Those aren't things he just gives away. The only no, the only guard I remember him really like giving that to was Rondo on the twenty twenty team. But other than mm-hmm. that, I just like late in games. That's LeBron time. That's winning yeah. time. That's the time to take over. And he's like Austin, go ahead. Like this, your this is your time to like close it out. And he did just that. Clippers yeah. could not guard him, and and that's something that the Lakers haven't had um in a long time as well. Just an on ball guard like that that can do that. D'Lo can do it as well. But they've kind of really thrown Austin into that spot. And I think we've talked about it before. They've, they've really tried to force the point Austin stuff. And maybe they're a little bit ahead of the, you know, head of the card on that. But um, late in games, he's just a guy that knows how to score and has the confidence to do it. And uh, yeah, it's the biggest development for this team. Him, him coming back to being himself. That's, that's the biggest jump that this team is, has missed for the first four games, five games. Um, it's cool to see him get it back. Yep. All right, well, that is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lounge. And maybe for the rest of the week, I'm driving out for a family uh, event uh, tomorrow. So we'll see if, you know, what the internet situation there looks like and all that stuff. But this was a blast. What a night. Lakers end that stupid streak. The Clippers can finally put up their banner and they can say, like, it it ended at, you know, whatever it was, 11 or 12, but it doesn't matter. Um, I, I thought Ty Lu had a great quote about that coming into the game where it was like, uh, we can't talk about regular season win streaks when they were just in the Western Conference finals. Um, and and I thought it was like pretty perfect that you have like Clippers media asking about that kind of a thing. Well, what is it? What does the streak mean to you? It's fucking regular <laughs> season, guys. Like, come on. Um, big win though lakers win 130 to 125 in overtime lebron james uh scores 35 points that is the most points for any player uh in their 21st season which is just an unbelievable thing i don't think that's getting broken anytime soon raj thank you very Mm. much for hopping on with us you can catch raj for all of these games on all access lakers he is going to be a part of this channel here moving forward. I'm still working on, on, on figuring out what that is going to look like as well. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Raj Chapalu. He does great video breakdowns there as well. I'm begging him to start a YouTube channel to, to, to really start breaking it down uh, there in, in greater depth as well. Raj, you do great work. Thanks for hopping on, bud. Anytime, anytime. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. Be safe this weekend. We will talk to you Monday, I think. We'll see. (laughs) Probably not.